everybody, and welcome to Speaking of Sustainability, the show where we introduce you to the leaders and change agents making a difference in the sustainability space. I'm your host, Colleen Felicki. After starting my composting business in 2017, I quickly realized that our communities are looking for more ways to be sustainable in their daily lives and to support eco-friendly businesses. I'm so excited to introduce you to some sustainable superheroes as we all look to make our planet a better place for years to come. Dancing along with that. Well, welcome everybody. Welcome to Speaking of Sustainability. We are here. This is our third episode. I'm so excited for you to be here with us. Thank you again for all the love, for following, sharing, and and liking our show and um, sharing about sustainability in our communities, um, which brings me to the fact that um, up to 90% of the energy used during a washing machine's cleaning cycle goes into heating the water. So recommendation for everyone would be to use the cold setting so you can avoid the um, energy being used um, with the heat setting. Um, wow. So that, that's, uh, that's a, a big change that we can all make. Um, and I'm excited to introduce you to our guest today. I'm super excited um, because we've been talking about this for a while and I've been wanting to get her in front of all of you. Um, I'd like to introduce you today to Natalie Lenick. She is the founder of Green Ablutions. Welcome, Natalie. Thank you so much for having me today, Colleen. Yeah, thanks for thanks again for for joining me and for being here and sharing um, your story with everyone. Super excited! Uh, I don't even know where to start, <laughs> um, but uh, I I actually wouldn't just start by asking you to tell us a little about your a little bit about yourself. Sure. So uh, my name is Natalie Lenick, and I am the founder of Green Ablutions. Um, we make plastic free shampoo and conditioner bars. And I started the company back in 2019, uh, right before this fun pandemic that we're all still trudging through. Um, and and it's been a, a really great journey for me. Um, it's 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 been so awesome and empowering to see you know the company grow um, and to get so many more people involved in making sustainable choices. That's wonderful. That's that's awesome. So, which brings me to how did you get started on your sustainability journey? Um, I like to consider myself as somebody who's kind of always been an environmentalist. Um, I remember, you know, back in elementary school and doing reports in seventh or eighth grade on recycling and alternative energy back before it was, you know, I'm dating myself, but in the mid nineties, we didn't exactly have electric cars and mm -hmm. uh, a lot of these things as readily available as we do now. Absolutely. Um, and we didn't even have in, you know, I'm in Montgomery County where you are as well. And uh, most municipalities in Montgomery County didn't have recycling programs in the mid to late nineties. Uh, in fact, it wasn't until very recently that every county, every municipality in Montgomery County even had its own designated recycling program. Yeah. Um, so, you know, stuff like that. Um, I remember in, I went to uh, college at Villanova, um, I'm local, <laughs> and, uh, and my undergrad degrees in mechanical engineering and my senior project was a solar powered uh, water filtration station. Um, and we worked on that. Wow. 
and um, and I love the idea of you know doing something better for the earth. Um, and I got a job after college, and my very first job it was a it was a very difficult job market. Um, and I actually went to work for a company that made equipment for coal power plants. And oh wow! Um, I I worked there for about a year. And it really opened my eyes as to how environmentally damaging, you know, some of these fuels that we're using can really be um, being there in the front lines, working on the equipment, working at the, at the power plants um, and seeing how how much it, it weighs on the people that work there and how damaging it is to their health uh, and the people that live around the power plants. Um, so I, I changed changed careers a little bit. Um, went into uh, pharmaceuticals where I got to work on a second love in robotics um, and did that for a long time. And then in 2019, I was able to um, make a different career choice. And, uh, and I, I chose to do something better for the planet. Wow. That's quite a journey. I actually have never heard that before in that story before, but yeah, thank you for sharing it. You kind of had an inside look as to what was happening, what what's happening that is, you know, not good for our environment and how um, we need to change these things. So, wow. Um, do you, So how did you then transition? Why did you decide to, um, well, tell us first what it is um, that you're doing, your company, a little bit about your company, and then I guess why you decided to choose to do that. So it kind of came out of a, um, I'll kind of start with why I did it. Mm -hmm. um, I, I started Green Evolutions because as you can see, I have a lot of hair. <laughs> and one of the things that I struggled with um, in 2019, there was this big report that came out in Philadelphia about them burning their trash and recycling. Um, and in Montgomery County, right next to a, right next door, we are also burning a lot of our trash and recycling. Um, and I really thought that we had gotten past <laughs> and become better stewards of the earth. Um, so seeing those issues uh, in the paper as still being problems that we're, you know, we're not recycling properly, we're, we're not even recycling, we're just burning it. Um, and seeing those issues made me want to use less plastic in my life and in my family's life. Mm -hmm. um, and there was a lot of things that I could do that were easy changes, right? Like we didn't use a lot of um, disposable plastics in our household to start with. You know, we didn't use paper, uh, plastic plates or paper plates or mm -hmm. plastic cups or whatever. Um, so I tried to reduce what I could. Um, and one of the things that, you know, family of four, we go through a lot of um, soap and shampoo. And I started looking for bins uh, that would use less plastic. And I went through probably five or six different uh, shampoo bars. Mm -hmm. And I just couldn't find anything that really worked with my you know, long curly hair. Um, a lot of them were soap based, which is really bad for your hair and just strips it out and leaves soap scum. Um, and others just didn't just didn't work. They didn't keep my hair as clean or as soft or manageable. Um, so we started looking into options to 
you know, what could I do um, for myself? And started playing around in my own kitchen and uh, came up with some options and then started working with, you know, looking at ways as how I could get something like that to market. Wow. So you were using it. Uh, who are your test subjects? Is it your family, uh, friends? Yeah, basically. Okay. And they gave you the feedback that you needed to tweak it. Yeah. Kind of make yeah. It yeah. I shared, I shared the products with a lot of my friends, with family, um, you know, my own two kids or constantly trying it, um, you know, and, and got to, got to a product that really worked for everybody. That's great. I know earlier we were talking a little bit about this, but share the stats with, for your product, how many, how many shampoo bottles, if you use your product, um, how many, I guess, plastic bottles are you reducing just by, by using one shampoo bar? So each bar is equivalent to about three regular size plastic bottles worth of shampoo. And I can show you. That's what they look like right there. Yep. Yep. You got it up on the screen. That's great. Nice. Yeah. These little guys. Wow. So, so. And they're great for travel too. You're, you're saving one person can save up to, you know, 12 bottles essentially a year of, um, or more of, uh, depending yeah. on you use conditioner as well. Right. Yes. Or kind of hair products. Exactly. Wow. That's, uh, that's staggering. Uh, you're definitely, definitely making a huge dent in the amount of plastic just, you know, by that alone. Do you, um, do you have any suggestions for someone, I guess, just getting started on their sustainability journey? Like they're just realizing, like, I, I want to do something different. I don't know how to get started. It's overwhelming. That's a lot of people tell me it, it gets overwhelming. Mm -hmm. uh, and I just, you know, I say start small, but um, it's always great to get feedback or suggestions from folks that are, are doing it. So what would you say to someone who said, you know, I'm feeling overwhelmed. How do I tweak things to, you know, use less, use less plastic or um, make a difference in my household? I, I, I don't want to continue the way I'm doing it now. Well, Colleen, between the two of us, it's a great start right there. Um, you know, composting, if you're able to, if you have the space, you know, for people in apartments, there are services like Colleen's um, company, Back to Earth, that will, you know, take your organics and send them to places where they can be composted. Um, and if you have a, a yard or even a balcony, it's, yeah. it's possible to compost at home. Um, and that you can create this really nutrient rich organic material that you can use in plants and shrubs. Um, and it's, it's invaluable in the garden. Um, I have a, a compost pile in my backyard. I have a bin that I use and the kids love, uh, you know, they fight over who gets to take the, the stuff out, you know, at the end of the day. That's um, great to hear. I wish my kids would fight over that these days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something about being able to throw it, you know, into the pile. It's, right. like, it's very entertaining for them. Yeah. Uh, that's great. And your boxes are compostable, right? Yes. Yes. So all of our packaging is paper-based packaging. Um, so you can either curbside recycle it if that's available to you, or you can just throw it in the compost bin. Uh, the inks that we use on the packaging are all water-based inks. Um, so everything can go right into the compost bin and your shampoo box can become part of your garden next year. 
Love it. That's so great to hear. Like it's zero waste. That is zero waste right there. Fantastic. I, I love, I love hearing this. <laughs> um, it's really important to start small, you know, like we talked about what are some easy things you can do. Um, just buying, you know, buying your fruits and vegetables at the grocery store without a bag or bring a reusable bag, right? That's one less plastic mm -hmm. bag that's being used. Um, little things like switching over to uh, shampoo bars or to soap instead of body wash replaces plastic. Mm -hmm. um, there's lots of different cleaners that you can use that they have now that there are little tablets um, or concentrates for refillables nice. instead of you know buying another bottle each time. Um, we're really, really lucky in this area to have lots of refill shops. Um, we are. We and are. so grocery stores that also have, um, you know, areas where you can go and buy materials in bulk. And it could be, you know, just pretzels or chips or just mm -hmm. your regular snacks, right? And buying them in a reusable bag um, or in a paper bag as opposed to the, the plastic that's the laminated plastic chip bags that are, you know, not really recyclable. Mm -hmm. Like that. Great point. That you use and bring into your house and how you can reduce the amount of materials that are going out into your trash or into your recycling. So taking notice of what's going into your trash currently and your recycling and figuring out ways where you can do away with them or reduce them altogether or use an alternative mm -hmm. that's reusable. Nice. I wanted to go back and ask you real quick about the um, your bars. Tell us a little bit about the scents of the shampoo bars and the conditioner bars. So um, our best-selling bar is the Moroccan Argan Oil shampoo and conditioner bars. Uh, these are great. This is what I personally use. They're great for anybody with dry, rough, coarse hair, um, especially for curls. They're, they're just wonderful. They add a good amount of moisture and shine. Um, we also have my favorite, actually. <laughs> uh, we also have a peppermint line, uh, which you had up on the screen a second ago, too. And those are really great for people with oily scalps. Peppermint is a natural astringent um, and it really helps give you a good, a good clean um, and uh, and adds a nice amount of shine as well. Um, and then we have some uh, what I would call like seasonal scents. Um, we have an ocean scented bar and a. Well, I haven't tried that yet. We have a key lime coconut bar, uh, which is really great for the summer. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, this past fall, we did a pumpkin spice, which was really well received. So I think we'll be doing that again later this year. Um, but our newest bar is a lavender vanilla. It's called Vanilla Dreams. And we just came out with that a couple months ago, um, back in November. And that's, that's been so lovely too. Yeah. It's like, eat that it, one. It, it sounds it, like something you would eat, right? <laughs> oh. Please don't though. I don't. Good enough to eat, but please do not eat them. I won't. Uh, I promise. Um, what, what what's next for the brand? Do you have any plans to branch out into skincare or anything else? I absolutely would love to. Um, I do have plans. Um, obviously adding to our core line is important. Um, but I, I look at what my customers are asking for. Mm -hmm. uh, customers have reached out asking for soap. That's something I'd love to do, um, you know, like a matching bar of soap. 
as well to go with the shampoo and conditioner bars. Um, also looking at bringing out um, a line of dry shampoo as well. Ooh, um, nice. It's really important to have a dry shampoo that you can trust, especially the past couple weeks. There's been a lot of um, problems in the in the news with some of the big brands of dry shampoo having some carcinogens in them. So I saw that. I saw that. And yeah, it would be, it would be nice to have alternatives. Yeah. Yeah. So those are a bunch of different things that I'm working on. Um, but all good things coming soon. Love it. Well, make sure to follow Natalie on Instagram at green ablutions and um, Facebook. Correct. Are you on mm -hmm. Facebook as well? Yeah. Nice scrolling across there. Um, all right, um, and we're going to wrap it up here shortly. But I, I have one more question. Um, so tell me something that you feel. Um, I guess many people aren't aware of when it comes to sustain sustainability, or something that you kind of wanted to reiterate that you may have said that you want to expand upon. So I think it's really important that when you you know when you're looking to make better decisions and be more sustainable. It's really important to understand that it's okay to be an imperfect activist. Um, if you look at, you know, social media, you'll find thousands of personalities on Instagram and Facebook, and they are zero waste, and they have these little tiny, you know, containers, and this is all the trash that they created in six months or a year. Um, you don't have to get to that right away. You know, just everything that you can do matters but take small steps you know there's no reason to make your, make yourself anxious over trying to do the right thing um, there might be things that work for you like composting or there might be other things that don't um, you know there are uh, there are lots of different options out there so it's important to you know make smart choices when you can uh, but don't beat yourself up if you know a plastic bag ends up in your house it's in the, in the long run, um, you you'll be fine. <laughs> I feel better already. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. And there are, there are things that make um, you know there are ways to make small change, like you know going to shampoo bars or um, trying to be plastic free. Um, electric vehicles are great too. Um, you can even change in Pennsylvania. You can change over your electric supplier so that you can pick mm -hmm. to buy electricity from a company that is using green energy as opposed to an oil and gas company. Um, but also take it, take time during the year. You know, we have two elections a year um, and it's important to vote and make sure that the people you're voting for are looking to push sustainable laws and policies out there um, because that's really where you're going to see the biggest amount of change as well. I'm glad you said that makes a huge difference. We all, we all have a voice. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm so, I'm so glad that we got to record this and share it with, with everyone. And um, thank you so much. Thank you for watching everyone. Thank you so much for having me, Colleen. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to another awesome episode of Speaking of Sustainability. Please follow and support our guests as we encourage you to continue doing your part to make a difference in our global community. And don't forget to rate, like, and share. See you next time. Hey.